0: I'm a big Sixers fan so I listen to this podcast this like niche Sixers podcast called The Rights to Ricky Sanchez. Mm. Um, yeah it's for process trusters which is a Sixers fan term uh, and I also I really like this podcast it's called How I Built This it's an NPR podcast um, are, are you familiar with it? I've heard of it. Yeah so super inspiring for anyone that's for anyone that is just like in a creative rut or something like, I I mean, I've listened to some of these podcasts and I get pretty emotional. Like it's, what are they building
1: though? Uh,
0: so it's the story of how these entrepreneurs built these huge businesses that exist today, such as like whole foods, vice, Airbnb. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of, uh, brands now that we're very familiar with. Honestly,
1: that's something I would listen to. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, so, uh, this guy, uh, interviews all these people that started them and they tell their story and yeah, it's just so interesting to hear how much they struggled to get to where they at and just how they all have this common denominator of just hard work and never giving up. Yeah. And yeah, al- yeah. also a little bit of luck and timing and yeah.
1: I think that's a common element of most podcasts, but it's like t- to just hear the story of how people built something that they have Cause a lot of people just want to know how they can replicate it themselves or just be inspired or just hear a cool story. It's usually cool, right? Yeah, totally. And Sixers as in basketball.
0: (laughs) Yes. The (laughs) Philadelphia 76ers. They are, they're a really interesting story actually just to give a a brief summary. Um, they, so 10 years ago, a little bit over 10 years ago, they had the star player Allen Iverson and he made, so the thing about sports is it makes it can make the whole city a better place uh Uh, and since the Allen iverson golden era days the the sixers the the, the 76ers they have been trash Uh they have been so bad and then this guy came in about five years ago and he kind of in a way he kind of beat the system by tanking which is a term that means they purposely lost to Mm -hmm. get better seeds a, a, a better yet yeah, so a, a better draft pick. draft so, yes yeah. so, they, so this <laughs> is what they did they they lost on purpose mm. which is a very controversial thing because like yeah what's it, it's it's kind of yeah Moral. in some ways people yeah i think it's morally wrong but they they did that five years later it's now working and this is the first year that they're actually true contenders and it's really exciting to watch well there's a lot to be said there like
1: if you can just kind of find loopholes you can call it different things but if the rules are set up in a way that allows something yeah yeah i would say it as creative it's a creative problem solving to find a way around that
0: i agree nothing they did was illegal it was just the fans had to trust the process as we say that's yeah. that's the term uh and this was a process and the goal is to win a championship and you can't win a championship with just an, an average team it's pointless so yeah. Yeah. they're building a team with superstars Doing
1: anything to win, to get there. This is like a common topic. I was talking to John Hill about this, and he's been talking about it on his podcast a little bit. Just like the haters who hate on people who got to where they are and they're famous or successful, but they did it in a different way, I guess. I don't know. We're talking about like YouTubers clickbaiting and things like that, and right. Instagrammers who are curating. I want to know your thoughts on that
0: so yeah i mean i feel I, i'm pretty open-minded with this at first it's it's very it's very easy to hate on some people um yeah but at the end of the day uh you got to respect the hustle like That's they got to, they're doing something different and you might not like it but you got to respect it mm-hmm. for example are you familiar with lavar ball no Have you heard of this guy no okay I don't know. Do you, it's another basketball thing, but it's very interesting. Do it. So this guy, LeVar ball, who is the father of the ball brothers, which are three brothers in college. Well, one just got drafted to the Lakers actually the second overall pick, but he decided to, they started their own shoe brand instead of his son signing a sneaker deal with like Nike or Adidas, Mm -hmm. which he had these offers. Uh, they decided as a family to create their own sneaker brand that's cool and then sell the sneakers retail for 499 dollars like said and then lavar and then pretty much lavar ball the dad went he got all these interviews with whether on these talk radio shows or espn whatever and just Super cocky, but intentional. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to be as annoying and just trolled as much as possible. And it's so easy. Everyone started talking about him. It was so easy to hate on this guy because mm-hmm. he was so annoying. And like was selling talking. his shoes for four ninety nine—that's insane. Like, who's gonna buy a pair of shoes? But it got everyone talking. Mm-hmm. And now, now the Ball family, like big baller brand, it's a household name. And even though it's ridiculous, and no one would buy these, no one's gonna buy these shoes for four ninety nine it's it's amazing advertising what do you like this marketing strategy is incredible so it's the Um, same
1: idea like what do you what do you say to or what do you think about the people who say that is stupid that's too much who would pay for that is that like because they're just like
0: hating on the value
1: yeah there's so much to be said there. like
0: so it's it's way better it's way better having that any it goes along with the idea like any publicity is good publicity Mm -hmm. like if, if they, if that person or brand does something, uh, great down, down the line, like it's so easy. You could, so our, our world moves so fast that it's so easy to forget certain things that happen, mm-hmm. which can be a pretty bad thing, but also it's, it just is what it is. Like pretty much with LeVar ball, if his, so his son is now in the NBA as a rookie this year, mm-hmm. they have the shoe brand. If his son, uh, becomes a superstar in the NBA, which is very possible, Uh, people will kind of forget this and they'll buy into big baller brand and yeah he's got
1: a business behind his brand like that's a whole nother thing we could talk about but oh it gets me excited Um, yeah
0: i I gotta send you some links to read up on this guy that's cool oh the, the latest thing actually before we wrap up this part is uh it got so big that the president just tweeted about this guy
1: Oh, Ball. okay. So now I've seen that. So, okay, so now two and two together. Yeah. Well, that's, that's <laughs> some, uh, that's some publicity right there. Yeah. Um, the thing that I was going to say was that I've started to realize that if you're selling something or if you're a brand, like it helps to take a stand. Uh, people kind of shy away from having people hate on their brand. Whereas if you could get 50% of the nation hating something, but the other 50% absolutely love your stuff. That's like a
0: win. 100%. I'd say it's a win if you get 20% to love your stuff and 80% to hate it. But to
1: take a stand that's strong enough to have haters, I feel like is something that people aren't doing enough. Yeah. It's very safe to just kind of please everyone. It's
0: easy to do that. Yeah. But you got to make, making work or making just making something in general that is a talking point is can be so much more powerful
1: i just want to make a youtube video so great that donald trump blocks me on twitter (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's the goal that's the goal i believe in you so you rode your boosted board over here i did you're a brooklyn dude you're shooting let's talk about the what are you working on right now
0: so oh, all by, freelance by the way something i just thought of because i see my boosted board and these uh-huh. carrots in my peripheral and Ooh. they both match carrot both orange. The same un- can i have a bite actually yeah give me oh. yeah <laughs> so
1: what you're about to hear is asmr carrots mm. Mm. yo oh, that- dole, dole sponsor us
0: <laughs> that's a double asr carrot like it's like Layering of bites because we're both
1: biting at the same time. I should make this part like left and right here. Mm. Okay, this is gonna be intense, but I've been I feel like everyone has made ASMR troll videos, but I kind of do want to make my own.
0: I'm done, I'm done I, would, I would listen to that honestly. I feel like that would be I've never listened to an ASMR video to like fall asleep to, but mm. carrots. I think I would. I listen to
1: 59 minutes of rain every single night. Really? With a sleep timer. 59 minutes? Yeah. I've made India kind of just get used to it. (laughs) She's like, the rain again? I'm like, yep. It's raining outside. It's not my phone. It's actually raining
0: outside. (laughs) Rain every single night. Every night. Even if it's not raining. In college, I
1: I used to listen to stand-up comedy uh, for like 30 minutes, I think. A sleep timer. Until I literally heard every single thing Pandora had to
0: offer, <laughs> wow! And I moved to rain. I just need That's white a, noise. It's like a thing, right? So my question to you is: I, I I relate this when I was growing up. I my alarm to get to my, my my wake up alarm to go to school was a alarm that has CD player in it. Ooh, fancy. and I was pretty lazy at this point, so I would you know I only had a couple CDs. Uh, and the Shrek soundtrack, uh, no, smash I, Melt, I, had, I had like uh, this fountains of Wayne album, which was the only <laughs> good song with Stacy's mom and like good Charlotte, yeah. uh, I, uh, 50 cent, get rich or die trying my first rap album I ever owned. Mm-hmm. Um, but wh- what was this one? Uh, so you woke up check, to music. Yeah. Well, so the problem with that is it was on a CD. So the I started to, I started to hate the first song yeah, yeah. and it sucked because this one it's crazy i can't remember it right now i, I want to say jack's mannequin was the was this yeah if but I, if i played it you'd probably yeah, that's like the thing cringe. i can't remember the words or the, the name of it but if you played it i would instant it would instantly trigger my brain <laughs> to remember waking up at 6 a.m to go yeah. to school and it was awful so my question to you is because you have a rain set and you're sleeping sleeping to that every night. Does that trigger like whenever you hear rain, do you get sleepy? Like what if you're Ooh. what if you're working and it starts to rain and then
1: I guess it's more of just my mind needs to be in a certain place to fall asleep. And if I'm thinking about too much stuff, I can't fall asleep, but the rain is just enough for me to like focus on the rain. If I literally just focus on the sound of the rain, close my eyes and then take deep breaths and just think about rain and breaths, I fall asleep in like 5 minutes.
0: That's are nice. You addi- are you addicted?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I are I'm you- so triggered when I try to fall asleep without rain. Like if I go to someone's house, I I put AirPods in. <laughs> oh to my listen. god. Dude. Yeah.
0: That's wild. Mhm. Yeah. Um wow. Uh so you had like when was the last time you fell asleep without rain? Ugh.
1: Probably like I don't know, hotel room or something for something right. weird.
0: Okay, well, what about... It sucks. Okay, so last question on this, because I'm genuinely curious, because this is fascinating. A lot of things you do in your life is fascinating to me, by the way. I have
1: it saved on my YouTube Red app because you can download videos to your phone. Okay. First off, I have four different ones. I have two fantasy musics that are like two to three hours long, just in case I need some some instrumentals. I have a chill work sesh music, and then the rain.
0: I got to say, you were... You are the most organized person I know. Organized slash minimalist person. Oh, yeah. I know by far. Like, you have this whole this whole lifestyle down to a key, and it's beautiful, I got to say. Well, thank you. I
1: take that as a huge compliment.
0: Dude, don't fall asleep on me. You're recording a podcast. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's four hours long, and I've tried so many different types. Okay, so my, my question actually was, uh, when it rains outside, do you still play it, or do you listen to the natural rain?
1: It breaks my heart. Okay, so when it actually rains, the low pressure comes in and there's like this chilling and it's like a smell a a coldness and then you hear the rain outside. It's amazing. But this street is a motherfucker and cars keep me up. I cannot do that. So when it rains out, I keep it closed (laughs) when I'm falling asleep. Yeah,
0: because I just can't be woke. You can hear that right now. Yeah, (laughs) lovely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See that, that for me, this is, this is my reign. I, I, when I first moved to Brooklyn, my first two apartments were right next, my window was directly next to the J train. So the J train is equivalent to, it runs overground. So on like a second floor and my apartment was my window of my bedroom has been right next to this train that <laughs> goes by every 10 minutes. Always. That, <laughs> and that's you know like what and then, you
1: see in like new york city set movies like like he's got the apartment next to the train yeah not even movie, not even movies <laughs> if you
0: if you go to the j train right now and look at the apartments like <laughs> that have the windows right next to yeah yeah that was me Is but that, uh you
1: hated it or you loved it
0: i i got used to it now i could sleep like a train mm. <laughs> um okay that's useful but so yeah the the only thing was I, w- I did get embarrassed like bringing people over sometimes because i was like. <laughs> yeah like, we fuck, have to say like, something about the train yeah i felt like i always had to excuse so i like i'd have an, someone over and I'd be like yeah sorry about I, I felt like i always had to apologize i couldn't just ignore it like i felt bad like i could do it but yeah but yeah. now i live in an apartment that's farther away from the train so yeah i yet more. to see
1: your apartment sounds cool though it's nice to have you in the neighborhood yeah. i'm not gonna dox you and like no jeremy's address <laughs> is but <blah, blah."
0: laughs>
1: so, so you mentioned minimalism i i have to ask have you watched the documentary? Have you seen anything? Like, have you moved towards minimalism at all? I'm I, trying to convert you. No. <laughs> I'm very open it. I should go door-to-door door and be like, have you heard Yo, the Hospital of the minimal?
0: Dude, that would be an amazing video. That would be go me. to door-to-door for minimalism. Yes. <laughs> um, I have not watched the documentary, but I should. Um, I had
1: the director on our podcast
0: two, two, two episodes ago. Wow. Okay, I got to check it out. Yeah. I'll check out the documentary first and then the podcast. Because yeah. I like it better in that order. I feel like that's the new like watch the movie first and then the podcast compared to <laughs> read the book first and watch the movie. Oh yeah. that's it's a like new one. Yeah. Um So wait, how, how, much, how much
1: how much stuff you got?
0: <laughs> so I recently I actually got inspired by one of your videos. Dope. Uh slash my my girlfriend who's actually not my ex-girlfriend uh life change yeah life changed um no we're still we're still tight it was it's okay um but one day i think it was a combination of having your video in the back of my mind slash i was talking about it with her slash she she thought my apartment was too cluttered <laughs> it was like in the morning and all of a sudden uh Something just like snapped. Like mm-hmm. I, I was just talking about we were talking about it a little bit, and then we we're just like, let's just do it. Mm-hmm. So then right there, we spent like eight hours the whole day almost um decluttering, uh, making a donation bag, getting recycling things, getting rid of things. Uh, even like post I have an I have a group page of my apartment. Like, I just took certain pieces of furniture out and just posted it that it's up for grabs for anyone who, and people grab this stuff. Yep. And I got rid of so much stuff and I'm happy you didn't come to my apartment yet cuz now <laughs> it's much better. It's so much better. It's very simple. Not as simple as this apartment, but very simple. Um and yeah, I've I've space to I need to do stretches every day and now I have space in my mm-hmm. small apartment to lay and I'm a small guy too. And now I have enough space to, you know, I need to be on the floor on my yoga mat doing these stretches. So uh,
1: there are no downsides to downsizing. Uh
0: Wow. That was great. It's just, it is what it is. We don't need this stuff. We tell ourselves we do. We don't need any of it. This is, this is the tagline for the documentary. <laughs>
1: we tell ourselves. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 It's weird to see how extreme I've kind of gone with it because in all honesty, if, if I didn't, if I didn't live with India, if I was kind of on my own and I didn't have my film gear I would probably find some way to like rent or do subscription for clothing. And I would just have phone, computer, charging stuff.
0: And then I'd probably make that work. It's amazing. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. I could never, I don't, I can't see myself being that minimalist, but yeah, I do. I do love the idea of just less is more in general and just being able to, yeah, I I mean every day for example for me I every day I'm walking out the door I'm nervous do I have everything do I have to check everything like it's I feel like you could just walk out the door and know that you have your keys your phone and which is everything
1: yeah yeah (laughs) wallet there's a lot to that like I used to have two chargers like two things just so that I could keep like my travel bag stuff in it but then i don't know it, it was still even confusing to that point so i just downsized to like one everything so i just know for a fact i have to pack it if i need it so that so that kind of eliminated this some distraction as well but it goes like you said it's the reason behind it not just the f- doing minimal getting rid of stuff for the sake of minimalism you have to do it for a reason so but also i feel like you are you have you been enjoying life more that you have less distractions absolutely My yeah. my perspective has changed you know as things change, you kind of have to remember where your mind was before. Yeah. Cause like, if you make more money, you just get more problems. Uh, isn't that like a rap lyric? I, I believe a philosopher said that. Yeah. What yeah. was yeah. it again? <laughs> <Or> is... <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, if you make more money, you prob- most people get a more expensive apartment where you're totally happy where you are, you know, at a certain point in life. So you have to remember where you came from. Yeah. Uh, I am super happy though. I I feel like project it, everything. Project Zero, Inbox Zero, Coin Zero. I don't I don't know that one. Is that Bitcoin? Or... No, just no change. So I I haven't <laughs> Jesus done. Jesus Christ! I haven't <laughs> kept any change for over a year now. Oh my god! So I always give it back. Round up,
0: round down. <laughs> Is that crazy? That's not that crazy. I mean, I mean, it's, knowing you. It's not crazy. Mm. Like I'm not surprised, mm. but i mean for me i keep a coin jar it's kind of exciting for me i have this like big coin jar in my <laughs> yeah. apartment and i like to see it kind of load up over the year then then i have to like lug it to a bank and i, just, I love throwing the quarter the, all the coins down this and then there's always like a couple european coins that i yeah. get back and then i don't know coin stars are fun yeah coin star that's what it is but they take that like five percent or something <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah, if yeah. you go to if you go to like Unless PNC Bank or something
1: oh really Uh, I would, I would just like break a hundred dollar bill in coins just to go to a coin star because it's fun.
0: (laughs) You are a very interesting man. (laughs) What is the weirdest thing you've done as a kid? Would you say like,
1: Hmm. we, uh, I don't know why this it's interesting what immediately pops into your mind, but I had a lot of brothers and uh, my mom babysat. So we always had like 10 kids at our house. So it was kind of fun. Grown up before school, and we would play town. That was my favorite game. We would each set up a shop. We kind of had to take on these different roles. And I remember being the banker. I don't know why. It was such an arbitrary thing because people were, like, had a pet shop with, like, stuffed animals. Like,
0: would you like to buy a dog? That goes so along with who you are now, though.
1: Yeah, but, like, here I am, little six-year-old Craig being, like, I am taking out loans. Like, would you like a loan? makes so much
0: (laughs) sense. It makes so much sense. Oh, it was just really funny. your mom set up this game?
1: No, no, no. It was just us kids. You know, we would take over a couple rooms upstairs or downstairs to the basement. And we'd, like, you know, physically build shops and then figure out what we're going to sell and walk around. and. Sounds like an amazing game. Yeah, we did. I I invented a currency. (laughs) Oh my god! It's just really funny. Um, I don't know why that popped into my mind. Well, I'm
0: interested. What what what, what's something weird you did as a kid? Weird that I did. Tell me a a story that pops into your head. Okay, um, something weird that I did as a kid. Uh, when I was like when I was six or something, I went through a belt phase. Belts. Um, I just wore belts. Over my shirt everywhere. I, I think it was inspired by Captain Underpants or some like superhero. Okay. But or quail man, maybe I just remember belt on the head. there's photos of me. And I remember specifically, I couldn't go anywhere without a belt for a solid year. And it would be over my shirt too. I could be wearing basketball shorts. Wow. I would just wear a belt over my shirt. Did you have like some
1: embarrassing fashion phases
0: uh i mean my fashion is still pretty bad but (laughs) i wait yeah i i never really cared about fashion until probably like a couple years ago Hmm. and uh, towards the end of college but yeah like in high school i kind of just i loved colors and i would just wear every color you know i always had like like the shoes that i loved the most were like high hi, highlighter colors and just, yeah yeah i wore a lot of bright colors which you know was very me it's still very now i ironic
1: we're both wearing black dude, hoodies it kind
0: of makes me sad like I, <laughs> I, I i i just enjoy wearing like uh you know pretty standard new york colors gray white black and it's kind of sad because I, I do love colors. sometimes i switch it up but overall i keep it pretty i don't know why pretty simple yeah i just i enjoy this more now
1: i'll tell you coming to new york city was a eye-opener because i've never seen men dress well like i've seen women's fashion like outside of new york like upstate but then there's just something about being around soho and tribeca chelsea during fashion week yeah that you've just never seen men dress so nicely totally, <laughs> totally. uh
0: you shot some of that right yeah, yeah shot some fashion week stuff i yeah damn you shot nick's Shot the Knicks I've been shooting with the Knicks What
1: what, what have been some of your favorite experiences I feel like they keep getting better and better Yeah um, You've done like you did a daily photo Right so
0: project, uh, should I talk about that first? It was
1: like Casey Neistat's vlog about you and photos.
0: Yeah. So it was actually, that was one of the inspirations, uh, to start the project was Casey Neistat. Not to so. compare you to anyone,
1: but yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, it's all good. He, he was definitely in mind when I started the project.
1: So why'd you, why why you do it? Like, what was it super fun for you um, and you were just like kind of going off of that
0: or. Yeah. I, I just feel like any artist, uh, it's important to have a personal project and, mm-hmm or p- multiple personal projects. And at that point I wasn't really, I was making work mostly for, for work purposes, not mm-hmm. for myself. Yeah. And I kinda, yeah, this one day I just got the idea in, in my mind and which I do get a lot of projects, ideas in my mind and then I just don't, I don't actually make it happen. You know, it's so much easier to say these things than actually do them. Oh, yeah. And then I got this idea and I thought about it for a sec and I was like, yeah, that'd be cool to do, like a portrait of someone every day. Um, I think that'd be like a really good challenge for myself and pretty interesting. Shot some pretty yeah, interesting I'll, people. Yeah, and then I was like, I'll probably, I'll probably start it sometime soon. Yeah, I'll do that. And then I, and then I thought about it again, like that day, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna start today. Nice. And then I started that day, which was, uh, I guess, two Februarys ago. Wow. Um, but as of last month, I just, uh, decided to stop after 612 portraits in a row, 612 yeah. every, portraits every day, even when all my camera shit got stolen at kind of <laughs> in the middle-ish. Yeah. Damn. Do you know about that? No, I, I, I think you
1: might've mentioned it. I don't
0: recall. Yeah. It, though. We'll, we'll talk about that another time, but damn. yeah, my apartment got broken too. And it was a mess. Got a lot of stuff stolen Yeah. and I'm an sucks. idiot and didn't have insurance. But I learned to get insurance now. So that's yeah. the running joke on my video online. If someone broke in because I doxed
1: <laughs> myself, people know my address, there would be nothing to steal. So,
0: oh my God, that's incredible.
1: I remember India being nervous. She's like, Craig, your address, you need to blur it out. So, like, I blurred it out. But I yeah. feel like if anyone really wanted to know, they could figure it out.
0: Right. It's dangerous, though, these days. You got to watch out. Dude, seriously. I, yeah, I'm legit scared to put my address out there specifically. Yeah. You
1: must have had your bike stolen or at least a wheel or something, right? Oh
0: yeah. I've had two bikes stolen since I've lived here for seven years. I've had two bikes stolen and probably six wheels.
1: It is a thing. Yeah. New York city just like demands blood sacrifices of wheels
0: and bikes. Like it just, the city takes it. I don't think I would ever punch someone in the face. I've never punched anyone in the (laughs) face, but it's actually kind of been a fantasy of yeah. mine, like catching someone trying to steal my bike. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know why this has popped in my mind, but it would be that would be a reason I would punch someone in the in the face. Would you tase them if you had a taser? I, I don't feel know. like I feel that's like a, the line. I feel like a face punch would be so much more satisfying. Like yeah. I, I, but you know what? I say this. It hurts. It hurts the punch. You've done it before.
1: Yeah, I've got a scar on my knuckle.
0: Damn that's badass <laughs> um yeah but yeah that'd be cool but I also fantasize about it I don't know if I would actually actually ever do that let's but, let's hope that it doesn't happen yeah let's uh, I hope that it doesn't that get it to does, that moment, but I'm just saying it's possible if, if someone tries does. to steal my bike and I catch them it's definitely possible you'll catch hands I'm your boy.
1: I definitely want you back on the podcast sometime in the future. But if that moment ever comes, I'm gonna get you straight back on the <laughs> podcast. So We're gonna hear the full story. All right.
0: <laughs> Ooh, speaking of stories, I actually have a story that happened recently that I think you'll enjoy. Hey, the other day. Okay, so the other morning, I was walking out of my apartment door, and um, at about. This was like sometime, this might've been like 630 and it's still pitch dark out cause daylight savings time just happened and you know, New York winters are fucked and it's like only bright out for like four hours a day. So this was like in the morning before it was even, I was, I forget where I was even going, but I had to be up early and I was walk. I was, I rolled out of bed probably like 15 minutes before that and just rushed to get out. I was still half awake kind of, mm-hmm. kind of vibe. And I walk out of the front door of my apartment building and all of a sudden, I'm kind of like still squinting my eyes, like I see, I hear and see this thing like flapping its wings and coming straight at me. I don't really see it, but I think it's a pigeon because there's a pigeon man that lives across the street from me. But I never seen a pigeon. All these ideas, all these thoughts were going, what the fuck was this thing <laughs> flying at me at this speed where I could hear it, except it sounded like a bird coming straight at me at 6 30 in the morning in pitch dark all of a sudden I I, I see it I, I I feel it and hear it getting closer and closer to my I, I thought it was gonna fly straight into me into my face it goes directly next to like five inches next to my face <laughs> it grazes Zoom. your little beard <laughs> it, it pretty much grazed my face I want to say it grazed my face but it didn't it, it was probably realistically it went five inches away from my face which is still pretty close. Um, and then smacked the door right behind me and fell to the ground. Damn. And it's still dark out. So I'm just like, what the fuck was that? I, someone threw a cat at you. (laughs) So I turn around, I look at, I thought it would, might've been splatted on the door and I looked, it's not on the door. So I look on the ground, a newspaper. Then I look in the street. It was a news. It was a paper boy. Yeah. A paper boy in that was 40 years old. Or something a, a in his car, like bla- blasting R and B music at 6:30 <laughs> in the morning, just tossing newspapers out his window. He didn't see that I was coming out of my door, like starting my day, and he almost hit me in the face. Yeah, which that, that shit flaps when it goes to the wind. Like I get it. That's funny. Yeah. And I was kind of, I was about to say something to him, and then I was like, you know what? Yeah. I kind of want to tell this story on a podcast someday, and here <laughs> we are. Boom! Watch <laughs> out, people.
1: Hey, everybody, it's your boy Craig here. Thank you so much for listening to the entire podcast. That's crazy. Who the fuck listens to the entire? Who who are you? Seriously, who are you? At me on Twitter. I want to know who's listening to this podcast. Connect me with people you'd like to hear on future episodes. And of course, if you want to be a super supporter, rate us a five star on iTunes or whatever, if that's still a thing. Thank you for listening. Peace.